Welcome to the Gray Matter Radio Hour. It's the day after the latest Trump train wreck, his failed coup on Capitol Hill, and my co-host, Mr. Mansley, and I have asked one of our favorite peeps back on the show to help us pick through this steaming pile of shit. He's the famous Hollywood scenic sculptor, political artist, and all-around smart guy, Mr. Chris Hopkins. Hey, Chris, welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Mr. E. How are you doing? <laughs> Better than I should be, I guess, considering the state of the country right now. Hi, Zen. Can you hear what? Me? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of Chris from back when we were roommates. Okay. No matter what I'd said to him in the morning, he'd be, huh, what? That's kind of my reaction to Zen sometimes, Chris, so, uh... Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've always been spaced. I think I told you, they, the teacher thought my hearing was bad because, like, they'd call my name and I would just be, like, looking out the window, totally daydreaming. And they tested my hearing and they said, oh, your hearing's fine. This kid's just spaced out. <laughs> There's a short circuit between the ear and That's, the brain. Yeah, I mean, just this morning, my wife was trying to tell me something and I was, like, looking at my computer and she says, you're not listening to me. And I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> so that's just, that's just how I am, so... That would be a standard scenario in most married households, Chris. A what? What? A what? <laughs> Anybody want to talk about what's happened in the last 24 hours? Chris, we've given it a shot, so we're just looking for some new perspectives here. So. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny, as I was listening to the uh, Senate here, or the Senator con congressional hearings yesterday morning. Here we go. Let me strap in. Buckle up. Is I afraid. was listening to like the very uh, formal hearings with Pence kind of behaving himself. And then I, I got this weird text from my Republican cousin in Florida saying, um, are you eating popcorn now? And at first I thought like, what? Because w one thing is when you have Asperger's syndrome, like I do, everything you hear, like you have a hard time understanding sarcasm or humor. Uh -huh. Like you take everything literally. So like, why would I be eating? Then I, then I realized, <laughs> okay, like, Okay, like, am I celebrating or am I, like, at a movie watching all this eating popcorn? She's my age and she's, like, hardcore Republican. And, and then I uh, texted her back. Uh, we, we had an exchange of text. I was a little bit prophetic because I, I, I said something to the effect, like, well, you know, this day has barely started. I'm not celebrating anything yet. You know, like, tr you know, Trump's going to still in office for two weeks. Anything could happen. And then sure enough, like, about 10 minutes later, you know, you hear I was listening on, as I said, and you start hearing this banging sound interrupting the hearing. And, and uh, then when it started getting crazy, I thought, geez, I have to watch this on TV. So I, I watched it online on like YouTube Live. And uh, yeah, it was just nuts. And, uh, and I mean, there's so much to analyze about what had happened, but uh, I was, so not only do we have cable here, so I had CNN in that, but um, it preempted, <laughs> this is funny, because it preempted uh, 
CBS, Channel 2, and um, ABC, Channel 7, and my girlfriend looked at what I had recorded off the TV late last night, and she goes, you recorded Dr. Phil? <laughs> you recorded, is it, you're talking about trying to make space to record more? <laughs> you recorded Dr. Yeah. Phil? Like, no, it wasn't Dr. Phil. He was preempted. All that was, yeah. oh, she saw none of that was thing. on, none of that was on TV. <laughs> it was, it was that kind of a deal where, you know, the major networks, whatever their programming was supposed to be. They cut away. Was, they were just live. Yeah. You know, as this was happening. Yeah. Well, that accounts for why I was able to watch it live on on in, on the internet because there was you know MSNBC and everybody was live. I just watched it like it would have like as if I had cable or regular TV. Last last night um, we, I recorded a little with Mr. E, and you know before we started talking, I, I was almost in hushed tones. I was like, why do I feel like whispering? It's like why am I? <laughs> why do I feel like whispering? It was kind of like feeling like. The Martians have landed. Yeah. The, the Martians have landed in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I mean, it felt like a science fiction movie. Yeah, you know, it's... Watching it's always... TV. It felt like I'm watching uh, this, the, um, the People Mover from Soylent and Green or, um, you know, Planet of the Apes. We talked about that. It was just like... Uh, it's really surreal. and uh, It's surreal and... and it, then when you start yeah. seeing these characters, I mean, they're like, you know, they're like cast for a movie, just like right. some insane science fiction horror film. It was film that goat like guy, that goat guy. Hillbilly Psychos kind of. <laughs> great title, yeah. Chris. Hillbilly Psychos. What a lovely, great movie. <laughs> I, I, well, did you see? The story did you of see, the Trump insurrection. Did you see the guy with the goat horns? Yeah. No. Standing in, in, at the podium? Oh yeah, 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 yeah I The did. main yeah. podium, right? right, right. <laughs> yeah, someone on Facebook posted a picture of that, saying like, you know, like we're only a few days into 2021. If it's this crazy already, like fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> I, I posted Trump has already shit stained 2021. You know. I, know, yeah. I don't want to hear a month from now that nobody can identify the gut guy. Yeah, I know. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear because they have facial recognition software. So I don't want to hear this. Nobody knows who this goat. Oh, come on, please. Somebody knows who the goat guy is. <laughs> yeah, and I did hear on NPR uh, just a, like an hour ago that the um, well, the, the the state capitol police are under a lot of criticism for hardly arresting anybody and for Duh, like, right, yeah. you know, letting people in. But the other authorities are starting to use the, you know, facial recognition and like, you know, check files and do research. And a lot of the, you know, Democratic politicians have said, you know, all of these people need to be arrested and held accountable. Including I mean, the police. Yeah, let yeah. Them in. yeah, well, one Democratic <laughs> congressperson said, you know, a lot of these congressional police aren't going to have a job soon. Because, yeah, I mean, they're Good. like taking selfies with these thugs. and Good. And exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's you're proving Zen's point that I, I had a whole another take on it that I thought the Dems were in on it a little bit to to get you know some political points against Trump, but yeah. Zen's saying that Trump runs the fucking you know uh, he's in control of the National Guard and all the people that should have been in place, and he said they're assisting him you know 
assisting these guys to get into the Capitol building, and I'm like, you know, that's, that makes more sense there's, than there's, what I was there's saying. No, Mr. E, there's no way that the Dems were allowing this to happen to their benefit because, you know, they could have been killed. Like I yeah, said, there was a no, gibbet. They had a gibbet set up outside the Capitol. That's the hangman's noose. Oh, yeah. It's really you disgusting. It, I mean, people, people joke about it, but these really are, as Biden said uh, in his speech today, they're domestic terrorists. I mean, they're, you, you can laugh about them, but I mean, a lot of them, like there's one guy that had a Camp Auschwitz T-shirt, and a lot of them like, have like racist tattoos, and one of them's carrying a Confederate flag. I mean, these are like basically domestic terrorists who normally would just be hiding under a rock like during a normal right. administration. But Trump has just given them the like, you know, freedom to like exercise their insanity, just like <laughs> he is. And, and when, you, and when you see the footage of how many there was, because yesterday we were only seeing outdoor footage and today yeah. we're seeing the indoor footage and it was packed like sardines with these guys. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's it and it's so ridiculous that they're not able to guard. I mean, they could have anybody could have anticipated this. You right. know, is a possibility, and they right. easily could have taken precautions. But I heard that you probably heard that the I think the mayor of Washington called for national guard two days in advance, and the and the Trump administration denied the request. Denied. It was obviously coordinated because. Uh, I mean, the other thing that's so funny but frightening is this is the kind of thing that the U.S. has been doing for decades in foreign countries. Like when they overthrew the democratically elected uh, um, president of Iran in 1953, Mossadegh, they did exactly the same thing. They used a small band of thugs to like march in the street, cause havoc, you know, like, march to the government building. And, and, and this is like how, this is like out of the CIA playbook. It's, a, it's out of the fascist playbook, you know, whether it's the Reichstag fire, you can overthrow a right. government. And, and now that like a lot of foreign countries are joking about it, like, you know, this is what the US has been doing for years in other countries. Now they're doing it in their own country. Wow. And, uh, and it's really sad. But, but my other angle on it is it's, and I might've mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast, but you know, I, I think it's really on one level, it all relates to male insecurity because like Trump is probably the most insecure guy in the country. And he, and he compensates for that, you know, with all his bravado and bluster and talking loud and with a raspy voice. And, but the thing is, he is like a God to all the, insecure kind of uneducated white males in the US. So he, he's like, but without sounding, you know, I hate criticizing people too much, but like Trump is like the super loser. He's like the superhero of losers for all these like minor losers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, because he's the guy, you know, he, he's the guy that goes out with porn stars. He has like a, you know, a trophy wife and, and all these like insecure males that, you know, probably their problem would have been solved if there was a system where they can all get laid at an early age and, you know, just kind of like become, you know, built, have more confidence and self-worth, you know, like these incel types. Because you see these pictures and you think like half these guys probably don't never have had a girlfriend or don't have a girlfriend or, 
And, you know, they're just like, you know, really insecure people that are seeking some kind of meaning in their life. And Trump provides that sense of purpose. But then it's I, then it's just so pathetic how anybody could be swept into this cult-like behavior. My wife was talking to a client who was a is a Trump supporter or had been, and yeah. she, she just was saying that she was so embarrassed by this that she's suddenly no longer supporting Trump. And I, I you know, I've been waiting for that turning point. Like, what's it going to take to turn some of these people and she described it as coming out of a fog, which is how the Nazis described when they snapped out of the mesmerization of Hitler. Wow. It, wow. Was like a, it was like a trance. And they just yeah. suddenly just something happened. They finally just came out of it. And they're like, what have we been doing? You know? Yeah, no, that's a great analogy. I hope that happens. I hope that happens more. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, great. And when they're in that fog, there's no way you can reason with them. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you try to, nope. like... Yeah. argue in a like a very civil way like you know they'll just have all their lies and and that's the other thing that i've been thinking about is like the one word that can characterize all the terrible things that have happened under trump is lie like because the thing is all his lies about not wearing masks and that COVID is just a hoax i mean he has the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people i mean there's like a person dying every 37 <laughs> seconds in the u.s now and it's all because of one that one guy and then and then all his lies like his post election lies about like the election was a hoax and and uh you know uh stop the steal i mean these these trump tar i call them trump tards sometimes i mean they're they're the you know cult members that you know they're There's all, the new those term lies, for us yeah those lies have trump tards right what, once somebody who's naive enough starts listening to him, and like I had a friend who in New York City, a light and sound guy who works in the club scene, and he was really into Bernie, and then all, all of a sudden he's into Trump. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I had a friend like that. And, and once you start listening to Trump, watching his rallies online or whatever, he didn't get regular... TV or news or whatever. Yeah. So he just watched stuff online. Once you do that, it's like you're letting, you're being hypnotized and it's so hard to break free of that. He's got the hypnotism brainwashing technique down. There's certain people, oh, yeah. there's certain people that are more susceptible to, to cults. Um, you know, it's pretty yeah. obvious. I mean, you, I'm sure you know a lot of people like that who've been involved in cults and things and, you know, they, 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 well, they, go, they go from one to another. This guy was in the Moonies before. So. Okay, there you go. Like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they go from one cult to another. You know, it's just they're just susceptible. But he won't admit it when he's in one. He won't admit it. Right. When he's in it's, one. The obvious thing is like, um, I mean, you can argue that um, re religions are cults too, because right. if you if you're gonna like go to church every day every Sunday and you know and basically hear about your magic friends who can walk on water and he's the one that like helps you with all your problems every day, even though he's like this invisible magic friend. So if you're, if you're gonna believe in that, then you can easily like be suckered into believing in any kind of bullshit Trump pulls out of his ass. It's this concept of faith. Yeah. You know, people yeah. say, oh, the, I have faith. And the, the faith just means right, you're believing right. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's like, like open this up your eyes, step out of the fog. Oh and like, <laughs> Chris, that's, that's exactly why the Republicans appeal to that crowd. Yeah, the Christian right. They're right. easily swayed. Right. Christian crowd. Yeah. 
Because they already believe in this stuff. You they know, already like, believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's the Bible. Like, well, it must be true. It was written by God. And I'm, I, you know, I tell my religious friends, well, I've, you know, I've looked at the Bible. That's, it's a little bit of truth mixed in with a whole bunch of BS. You know, like, it's just like, it's just made up crap that people pulled out of their ass. And so maybe there's some good stories in there. But, you know, we've had three, three or 400 years of science. You know, let's, let's, let's just, um, you know, let's just not spend so much of our lives wrapped up in this kind of meaningless uh, fantasy what world. This? What is this <laughs> science? <that you laughs> Tell me more about your science. <laughs> <laughs> That's not usually how it goes, unfortunately. It's like, I don't want to hear about your science. <laughs> yeah. But sticking up for the spiritual side of things, I think there's a universal consciousness, and science is just the way it gets things done. I think the, the thing that pisses me off the most about this phenomenon is that I've lost friends to this. Yeah. You know? Oh, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Trump has done so much and, to and, divide and the country. And it reminds me of, like, Sound of Music when... The girl, the teenage girl is singing, I am 16 going on 17. And then the, the boy is singing that back, I am 18 going on 24. And then, and then they're, they're in love. And at the end of the movie, he's a Nazi. Yeah. And he's willing to, to turn the family in and have yeah. them all killed. <laughs> it's like that. It's like yeah. the, the shock of knowing, thinking that you, you know someone and yet, yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're a Bernie supporter, whatever. <laughs> and then six months later, they're a, a that, Trumper. A that's, a that's a heavy flip. <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. You can't, it's all, I guess it's because Trump felt that uh, claiming to be an outsider, he grabbed yeah. some of Bernie's supporters just yeah. by being an outsider. But, you know, they're so opposite. And <laughs> to make that flip... And I have multiple friends who 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 made that flip. I saw it happen, yeah. And it's yeah, it's so I hard agree. to talk to them now. And you know, uh, I, I you don't want to abandon hope, but you hope that these people uh, something snaps in their brains at some point. Unfortunately, you know, it sounds like something already did. <laughs> yeah, I've lost think... friends, and uh, but I'm hold, still holding on to the. Struggles of the ones that I want the most, you know. Well, I've lost family members. I, I don't yeah, know well, words um, in your mouth, but I think Chris said he had two. You know. Yeah, it's it's put my relationship with my cousin in Florida in, in kind of a tricky situation because you know I'm very close to her and she's a good friend and but she I mean she's basically it is, I blame myself partially because I think I should have just been more direct with her over the past four years and just told her, hey, look, you're in a cult. You know, I, I, I respect you, you know, and I... Nobody wants to hear that. You. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I'm a non-confrontational person, so I don't want to, like, you know... Right. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to say to someone, but sometimes the truth is the best medicine. And, uh, oh, I can't, I can't, I got to say, I can't talk to my family members uh, at all. They, they're, yeah. They're deep, deep in. I sit and my, people are so, yeah, people are so defensive too, like with my cousin. Like, if I say anything that's a slight insult, she'll just immediately fire back. There you with go. Like, it's yeah, with like, well, Ob and she has all this false information about Obama and, and uh, Clinton. Like, oh, well, they took more trips 
than Trump did. They, they spent more taxpayer dollars. And it's like, it's all BS, you know, because the, the right wing has this well-oiled machine that just spews out all this coordinated propaganda, suggesting like Trump is the greatest businessman ever. And he's, and he doesn't spend any government money. He's like very, you know, he's, he's just like a god. He can't the, heaviest, no wrong. the heaviest load of shit you've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the Republicans, like, their best defense is an offense. So they're always just trying to, like, have a false equivalency. Like, well, Obama was just, he, he was putting kids in cages, too. And it's, but, you know, it's like they, they use half-truths and, like, full lies. And, and these people just, you know, it's like when they're in church, they believe anything the priest tells them. So it's, uh, it's really pretty scary. And it, and it gets back to that whole thing I was talking about in a previous podcast about, you know, like how half of humanity is just wired differently. You know, like it's, it's roughly half of the humans are, are wired to, um, to be fearful and the other half are wired to be more curious and open-minded. So, right. When you first mentioned that on the, our previous episode, I, I, I've seen more of that scientific point of view come up in different areas. I posted something about that on Facebook a couple of days ago. Something about brain brains of progressives versus conservatives. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the places I saw it. You're right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> the scary thing is if if we ever reach a stage where like one side is in charge, you know, like if the Republicans get in charge, then when you're when you give birth to your baby, they'll say, "Well, we're sorry, he has the wrong kind of brain." So <laughs> try get try next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has a blue brain. We he will, like he will have brain. to go to the slave camp. <laughs> Whereas, you know, rather than the elite camp. Yeah, actually, I remember there was a, a very short Twilight Zone, like the, the reboot of Twilight Zone in the 80s, I think, where it starts out and this woman has just given birth. And, or, or no, it's like, I think the kid is like about two or three years old and, and the doctor comes in and we're, we're sorry, your son, uh, you know, he just, he took the test and I got his results back and we're very sorry, but his test scores were too high. So we're going to have to terminate him. And then the show, it was like a five minute episode. It was pretty powerful. He was too smart. Yeah. He was too smart for society. So like oh, society is oh going to terminate him. And it was Ew. like, you, you expected like a 20 minute episode, but it was like five minutes long. Oh, wow. Chris, it's like, I think I saw that. Kind of like, oh, that. I pushed it out of my head. Yeah, you Ew, that it's so awful. The, that's, that's what would happen if Trump did take over. Did you ever see that movie called Godzilla versus Bambi? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like that. You're expecting a longer movie and then just, right. you know, splat and then the credits roll. That short film was maybe the least amount of animation for the biggest payoff in history, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that movie like was shown seconds. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 15 seconds long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what but, but, a scam. I mean, that was like, that was like the Blair Witch of the day. So any more thoughts on Trump's insurrection at the Capitol? Yeah, well, I, what I'd like to say is um, we, we can laugh about it the next day, but I mean, Trump's still in office for, I think, 13 more days. So I, I think that's pretty frightening. And, it is. You know, right. I mean, what is this yeah. guy is clearly deranged and, and he knows that if he doesn't have a second term, he's he risks like 25th, going to prison. 25th. Yeah, I mean. The, 25th <clears throat> Amendment. Let's, let's put it into work. It's got to be. We've got to do this, folks. I mean, he's really 
he can still push the button, you know? And, and what Mike, you know, one oh, way God. you could talk him into doing the 25th was if, if Pence became president, then Pence could pardon him, which, you know, I don't support, but if, if Trump stays into the end, he really, constitutional scholars say you really can't pardon yourself. And Trump is so eager to get a pardon because, man, when they start finding out all the other stuff he did, I mean, that guy, right. Right. I mean, he's but, like been a okay. criminal his whole life. <laughs> right, but hold on. So the, the pardon is only for federal crimes. He will yeah. still face charges on uh, state crimes. But, yeah. um, yes, see, the thing is, is he going to do that in the last five minutes? <laughs> The last well, yeah, hour, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, yeah, he could make Pence president in the last hour. Then Pence in the last him. hour. So it, I'm guessing he he might do that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, if if the 25th goes into effect, Pence is automatically the president. Can autom and then can, you know, pardon him there. And that's what they're pushing for. Yeah. Is getting to get Trump out, Pence will be the president, and the, you know, it'll kind of work out for both sides in a way. Yeah. And the, the other thing I find frightening is like we're all saying, oh, well, thank God we're past 2020. But, you know, e even though, I mean, it's great that Biden has the Senate now just by one vote. But even though, like, we have, um, you know, a Democratic president and that we're going to have both the House and the Senate, I mean, we still have all these fucking nutcase Republicans there that are going to be, you know, Trump's going to still be doing his rallies and all these... <laughs> Yeah, all this propaganda. They're gonna just right. be. They're gonna do what they did to Obama, but just times ten. You know, they're gonna. You know. Well, right, but okay, but Mitch McConnell is not gonna be in charge of the Senate. Yeah. To obstruct Obama, like he said at the beginning of Obama's term, we're gonna block everything that this president yeah. does. Um, you know, there's no need. I, I, I'm totally fine if there's no Republicans. In government whatsoever. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, maybe this will help to cause that shift. And then, if it's just Democrats, then we can do have a more progressive party coming in to challenge the Democrats. Now, there's something I, I want to talk about. If, for example, Trump does not end up in jail or in a mental institution, if he tries to run again in 2024, that'll fraction the Republican Party. Yeah, you know, I have a feeling that... Um, I don't think there's many Republicans in the power who are going to want to have him be their guy again. So yeah. he might split the Republican Party off, and that way their votes will be divided, and then that's a good time for a, a more progressive party to challenge the Democrats. Yeah, because, I mean, four years is a, is a long time, and my gut feeling is that in the next four years, there's so many crazy things that are going to happen that he won't be able to run for the presidency. But it, I, I do think that it's also possible. I don't think the Republican Party would allow him. <laughs> yeah, no, but you have a point. candidate again. <laughs> yeah, he could run as yeah. his own party. He would know, run like as the, his own thing. That yeah. would fraction the Republican Party. It would be great. Party, yeah, this new um, People's Party. <laughs> so he could have four, four candidates running in the election. Four, right, four right. different parties. Four different parties, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the problem has always been we don't want to fracture the Democratic Party into yeah. a, a more progressive party. I, I, is there a problem with calling it progressive party or? I love that. I, I've been trying. I've been pushing party. for that. 
I've been pushing just for progressive party. Progressive party. Yeah. Just call yeah. it spade of spade. People's party. That's what I want to call it. So then it would be okay to do that because the Republican Party is fractured. Because if the Democratic Party fractures, the Republicans are always going to win. So the yeah. Republican Party has to fracture as well. So maybe that will be a, a thing that will allow an opening up of. But then know, again, it puts everybody back on a level playing field where we don't have a advantage over. Well, there's and, and there's no way that they could still stay with the electoral college because no party's going to get 270 electoral votes. Right. Well, that would yeah. be, that not going to be, be a great. Result. That's not going to happen again. Yeah. There's more parties. Yeah, that only works to, in a two-party system. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, they might have to do some new math saying since there's four parties, you need to get so many electoral right. college votes. that would votes. be easy. Right, yeah. They'd have to rework that whole thing. That'd be no sweat. But I, I like your idea of calling it a progressive party instead of a people's party. Yeah, there's yeah no can trouble you share with that? Can you share that? Chris, can you share that with your wife who was, who I, was I on the YouTube video yeah, for the people's I think party? That, yeah, that's a good idea because... Uh, yeah, People's Party just sounds too much like, you know, People's Republic of China. Right, it's a bad You see, you see, you see mystery? We can, have, we can have an effect on the universe yeah. with this podcast. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to say, I think that what happened yesterday, I feel like it was a good thing that it needed to happen, that I'm glad that it happened when it did. I was elated. Yeah, because it, it you know, shows how... It, because know, I, I, did, I did not feel that the Biden administration was taking this threat seriously enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now it's out in the open that the Trump supporters, uh, some of them are domestic terrorists. Finally, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's now it's public knowledge <laughs> in a way that it wasn't before. So I think it was uh, – I'm, I'm kind of glad that it happened when it did and right. not yeah. on – Inauguration Day, or you know, right? Yeah, because now it's something heard, more horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Washington's going to be really locked down uh, until Inauguration Day. I, you know, I think I because think of this. My prediction is that five years from now, the Capitol building will be, the police will be robots. Those new military robot police things. Oh shit! Yeah, they're yeah, going to be. I, that's one of the first places that's that they're going to be deployed. Yeah. I know really? it is scary. Have but... you seen the videos of those robots? <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. That's pretty, yeah. I want to buy And, and people are, are like, some people post it like, oh, they're dancing. They're doing the floss. They're so cute. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, these are killing machines. <laughs> yeah, there's this one Number video military. I saw. There's this one video I saw where the robot actually has a gun. And it's like there's this guy, like this human guy who's like Send kicking the, the robot. Send have you seen video. that one? No, no I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, Send it, it to was, me. Yeah, if I can find it. But it's, it was pretty frightening because this, they, they can train these robots to just shoot, shoot certain people. You know, like you know, they could wow. shoot anybody whose skin is darker than a certain tone. Or, yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Okay, we got, we got about minute 45, guys, so we need to wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I wish you both a very happy New Year. And Hopefully, we're averting the apocalypse, New Year. Yeah, and we have to stay vigilant, you know, because we also have to put pressure on the Biden administration because they're going to want to be, you know, like very straight down the middle and don't we rock know. the boat. 
you know, Obama only had both houses for, I think, about three or four months before the Republicans took over. So it's important for Biden to try to get as much done in those first few months before there's, a, you know, the, the balance of power changes. Right. So. Okay, I think that's a wrap. But Chris, we hope you'll be checking back in with us periodically, and we hope to talk with you again sometime soon. Yeah, good okay. talking with you guys. All right, Take thanks care. for coming on, Chris. Take care. Yeah, stay safe. Okay. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it. There he goes. Just note, everyone, as this is likely our last podcast before the inauguration, we hope things manage to go safely without more insurrectionist activities and upheaval by the devil-in-chief and his misdirected minions. Here's hoping the United States can avoid a fascist right-wing takeover here in the few remaining days before we inaugurate our new president and finally rid ourselves of the orange menace in the White House and end his nightmarish influence on our country so we can begin our road to recovery. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast with your most trusted friends. And remember, we may be crazy, but we may just be the lunatics you're looking for. Keep the lights on and your fingers crossed for the next few days, and good night, everybody. Radio Hour is a satirical sci-fi comedy variety talk show. The opinions used in conspiracy theories expressed on the program are solely for entertainment purposes and should in no way be construed as fact. Listeners are urged to do their own research and draw their own conclusions on the topics discussed. All material copyright Global Pandemic Productions 2020. Closing music by the All Human Parts Orchestra. Available on both Bandcamp and SoundClick.com.